All right, welcome back to Lucky Episode 13 of the Rhapsody Podcast. Uh, this week, Deno Kitsch joined me, uh, as always. It's a relatively lengthy uh, exercise. Uh, we start very quickly with uh, Deno Trivia, compliments of DC Joe, or Maryland Joe as we're calling him. A uh, quick update on Brock's uh, status with the pod, which obviously is very important to us. Uh, dissect the Raps' couple of, uh, last couple of games. Uh, some tough, tough losses uh, on both fronts. We we delve into that a little bit. Uh, Kitch gives a very detailed um, itinerary of our upcoming Raps road trip, uh, which is going to take us into the uh, the bowels of uh, what I think is going to be ground zero for this virus uh, in San Francisco. So we'll see how that all uh, shakes out. Uh, quick uh, update on our new segment, Who's a Whiny Bitch? Uh, and we go into the the Harden Giannis scrap of the past week, and it's fairly definitive who uh, who ends up being the whiny bitch out of that little scrap. Uh, a little NCAA tournament uh, update, uh, some Tom Brady. Then we we really dissect Kitch's bucket list, and a little gambling uh, updates, uh, and so many other business. So it's uh, it's a good one. Uh, should keep you. Uh, should keep you if you're if you got an hour session in the gym, which apparently everyone in this podcast does. This will uh, this will cover you off uh, for your next gym session. So, uh, without much further ado, uh, based on the uh, the fact that we've got some NCA talk, we've got Coach Pat Knight uh, regaling us about uh, the value of seniors on an NCA basketball team. Uh, Coach Knight, it was just a bad game. All right, let's go. I'm next because you don't have a clue what it takes to win. Let's go. I'm unhappy with these seniors. That's what I'm unhappy with. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. We got it. We got the worst group of seniors right now that I've ever been associated with. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. As you come out of a game like this with no emotion, just flat, um, it's terrible. I mean, it's unheard of. And uh, I'm not going to protect them. I'm not going to sit here and talk. I mean, come on. I mean, shoot two for 18. And we got open looks. It's not like the defense was staggering. We got 20 more shots. I mean, all the offensive rebound. I mean, it is a attitude problem. When seniors don't play like seniors, you're going to get beat. And these guys, we did not have one senior show up. I mean, just look at their – all I got to do is look at their numbers. Miles, two for 11. Lamb, three for nine. James, six for 22, and two of those were gimmies at the end. Davis, three for eight. Harper, 0 for eight. Nelson gets in, turns it over twice. I mean, you can't win with seniors like that. I've been through it before, and you just can't do it. And so to me, it's not an X and O deal. It is a mentality. I mean, we've had problems with these guys off the court, on the court, classroom, drugs, I mean, being late for stuff. All that stuff correlates together if you're going to win games. You just can't do all that BS and then expect to be a good team and win games. And if people have a problem with me being so harsh about it, I have—I don't care. I've come here to clean something up, and that's the bottom line. Catch. Dano. Bart. Woo. Unlucky episode 13. And you know what? Unlucky episode 13, it is based on last night. Very, very unlucky evening. Kitch, you were lucky to be at a couples event. Could avoid the Raptors debacle. Well, um, let me start there. What? So I was I was out last night. We played tennis, and then we went went for dinner with four couples. You cannot 
take me to a restaurant that has televisions on when I'm at a couple's event. It just didn't work. My my wife said I was not very engaging at the dinner table. And I chose a seat. When I got in there, I hurried to get to the table first to choose the seat that was going to be right in front of the television. So I didn't watch most of the game, but was not a very good uh, husband at a social event last night. So I've got to choose a restaurant now that does not have a TV if we're going out for a couple's night. Well, Kitch, I, I, know like my, I know myself. Kitch, where have you been? Like back in my singles days when I used to do a lot of like dating and online dating, I could not have a TV in the same restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Or I'd go for like a washroom break. Oh, where'd Mike go for 20 minutes or whatever? Or <laughs> They're like telling their life story and you're like going, oh, oh, yeah. Watch the game in the background. Kids, well, come on. Man. In my defense, I didn't choose the restaurant and I couldn't really say like they said, we're going to go to beer town. And I'm gonna, like, I can't say, oh, I don't want to go to beer town because there's TVs there because that makes me look bad. So I just was going to go along with them. It was my seat selection. I was poor. I shouldn't have I should have not have taken the seat that's right directly in front of the TV looking over my wife's head when I'm supposed to be talking to her. I, yeah, but I, I am. Uh, I'm confused by this engaging thing. I don't I don't find you engaging on the pod. There's no TV in front of you. <laughs> you better find me engaging again seven <laughs> days to me in the near future. Oh, I know. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And after your little temper tantrum this week, I'm not sure it will be a full seven Jesus days. Christ. You well, you you would, you, well, you you if you're doomsday scenario. You know what? No, even before that, when you thought oh, I, changed, I changed the nap. Holy schedule, Christ. Yeah, you're, just a, about that. No, you're just a pain you're in totally, the ass. No, you know are, what? You are a pain in the ass. You, you know what? You are. guys married? Holy Jesus. You're getting close to the uh, Durant and Stover whiny bitch oh, list. Jesus yeah, Christ. You are. Maybe you should do some work and just not try to take credit like a normal CEO uh, listen, does. Uh, because I'm single parenting for like day 27 this month, uh, we need to get moving because I have a bunch of activities uh, happening today. Uh, and I just would like to point out that we were doing this at one o'clock Bermuda time. Uh, Deno was already uh, on the sauce. I believe that's an old, that's an organic. Uh, Seriously. Yeah, Look at that. Is. Yeah, there it is. That's noon. That's noon, noon our times. That's noon. You know what? You're Listen, we can all be dead in a week. Live it up, Deno. Live it up. Okay, dude's there. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's start, Kitch. Deno and I have uh, got a head start on you here on this one. The Deno trivia. Deno, do you want to take compliments of Marilyn Joe? Yeah, so this was from, um, I believe, a What's Up last night at like, what, 9 o'clock last night. Who was <laughs> up, Kitch? So our viewers, no searching on the internet, because I, I was terrible at this, I believe. I, I haven't even researched it. Who was the starting five when Kobe killed us for 81? All right, so Kitch, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you a 30 we're gonna give you a little time. Deno and I will take this give you give yourself 45 seconds, but think about it. Think about it. But Deno, will you not? I don't, I don't remember the year. I have no idea what the year even was. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what did Joe say? 2006? Yeah, I think it was 2006. Yeah, but see, this is Joe being a bit of a dick, right? Just trying. He's like, oh, you guys are Raptors podcasters. Let's see how much yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah, I, I told Bart before the show, like, I've now hit 50. If I don't write something down, it's gone. I don't remember anymore. I have to write everything down now. And and I can't remember back anymore. I can't remember stuff like Sue says. Well, two is kid, obvious. Remember when the on, kids did this? Are obvious. Okay, Bart. Kitch is my financial advisor. Vince Carter? Kitch is my financial advisor. I don't remember anything unless I write it down. I've told him some valuable information that he doesn't write down. So I've, should I be I've concerned? Got a, I've got a big, long book. I've written down, written down things. A lot of big, long I book think, I've written down stuff. I think he said to catch the falling knife and buy. Buy this week. Just yeah. keep buying. Yeah, keep Can't buying. go wrong. Keep buying. Keep buying. Can't go wrong. 
Never sell. Lou, yeah. uh, all right. I'll go, go, go Mole Pete. I'll go uh, Lou Williams, maybe. I'll go Vince Carter. I'll go Chris Bob, Williams and I'll go. Oh I God, don't know. Man. I can't remember the stuff. I can't, I don't, it's all a big blur. All, big all right. So Deno, Deno and I were, uh, we both hopped on Alvin Williams, which they actually cut him at the beginning of that year. I've since oh. found out. Yeah. Uh, so he wasn't even in uniform. Uh, oh, man. So Mo P was right. You got Mo P. Um, uh, Jalen Rose, because he's on all the highlights yeah. getting oh, torched. Yeah. Yeah. Torch. Uh, uh, that. yeah. yeah. So that yeah, was an easy one. Um, Joe and Joe had to fill us in last night. Matt Bonner, what about Parker, what about Parker? Anthony Parker, was he then? No, I no. thought of him, could you? but the all time journeyman Mike James, remember him? Mike James, oh. was, he was a star. I don't, I don't even remember him. Oh, I remember, yeah, he, he's he got like James. 40 points that one game out of nowhere. <laughs> he got like 40, yeah, I, Mike James. I, I remember, I have no recollection of Mike James, poor no. man's uh, PJ Tucker, and then uh, who was uh, who was the fifth one, Denno? We can't remember from last night. Like we can't. We didn't write it down. Can't remember. You didn't tell me. I said. I said Popeye Jones. Actually. Oh yeah. But, but what is his real name? I think. I think it's Popeye. I don't, I don't know. Well, you know what? For all our listeners out there, you can figure out the fifth person on your own. We still can't. We still can't figure it out. But I had. Uh, I had Junkyard Dog in my answer. I didn't know. I don't. He's idea. off the bench. He's. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Well, maybe started that day. I don't. Know. Makes sense. And then. Uh, but Deno threw out Oakley, and I immediately responded to you. That would never have happened on Oakley's watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. He would have, he would have got a broken nose for sure. Oh, oh nose. Uh, all right, so there you go. That's uh, Joe. Thank you for contributing. But I do think it was dickish. I don't think Joe was trying Joe, to be like, "Hey, Joe, guys, that's I'm trying to help you." You know, part, like, no, I got to tell you right. Like, how's that help our pod? Like, going back to something that happened what two thousand and six? Is that what it was? Two thousand six trivia. Who cares? Who cares about two thousand six trivia? We got to live in the moment. We're living today. Joe, come with well, something more more in the moment than something in two thousand six. It's ridiculous. Kitch, trivia. You have been hanging around Brock on Kitch, trivia. <laughs> historical data on historical yeah. data. Historical. Last week. Last week's historical. Kobe, last week's uh, historic. Kobe scored eighty one. Kitch. Okay, so Kitch, you got some. All right. All right. All right. right. All right Kitch. Here, here's one for you. Oh, God. When was the largest one day drop in the history of the Dow Jones? <laughs> last week last week oh, you're a genius you're a savant you're a savant see I'm good I'm Kitch, one for one one on one Kitch, should I uh, diversify my portfolio <laughs> you should uh, leverage up the house and buy more okay oh, can I just oh. tell you can I just say I've been telling everyone last week I actually thought last week was our best pod uh, the way we're starting this week this is going to go right to the bottom <laughs> this is a ter- we're off to a terrible start <laughs> But quick Brock update. So uh, as you will remember, Brock, uh, a couple weeks ago, gave us some constructive uh, feedback, if that's what you can call it. Uh, and I, I heard from this week right after. And I'll, I think Brock, the moment that thing's downloaded, I think Brock is our first downloader and first listener. He got right back to me saying, great pod, engaged the whole time. So like I, sl- I slept better all week knowing that Brock was uh, was happy. Are Brock, are Brock and I still friends? Are we still friends? <laughs> well, we... I don't know if you have very many friends left, actually, on this from this pod. No, so, no. I don't have many friends this week, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, wraps. Quick two-game recap. Let's start with Milwaukee. So, they looked really good for 20 minutes, right? They're up yep. 12 with two minutes left in the second quarter. And then the wheels fell off and that clearly carried into last night's game which is why i hated the spread going into last night's game at 14 points i just i just had a feeling it was going to be now granted i had a feeling did not turn into anything financial for me but 
I did not like, it just, it sort of felt trap game-ish sort of like let down from like, they got their asses handed to them, but Oh, where I'll tell you what, if we don't shoot the three ball, we got problems. What happened to Freddie? What happened to Freddie last night? Freddie and Ibaka. Well, Ibaka was listed as out. He was actually listed on the wire, but Freddie was not listed. He just all of a sudden was showed up in street clothes. So I don't know what. I don't know what that has to do with the uh, Bucks game on Tuesday night, but let's let's start, let's oh, stick with the Bucks. The Bucks. Okay, the Bucks yeah. game. Stay with the Bucks game. So thoughts, uh, we, Deno? We, I'm going Deno. Sorry. I'm going to Deno. Thank you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like I I believe that Bucks game was the most three pointers we've taken the whole season. We had um, 52 three pointers. 52 three-pointers and 30, what was it? No, four, 39 two-pointers. Like, I get we, like, we must believe we got to hit the threes in volume to beat Milwaukee. Like, it must be just that that simple, that the coaching staff must be doing it. But we were chucking them. That, that's all we were going for was the threes. And you know it is, boys. Live and die by the three. You see it in March Madness and stuff. You can you can win one game, right, and stuff. But I don't know if that's our if that's our wheelhouse. I'd have to go check what our three point percentages against other teams. But fifty two three pointers. I don't well, know. Well, forty seven last night. Oh, right, forty seven last. They shot twenty eight percent. What did they shoot against Milwaukee? They were twenty point eight percent last night on forty seven attempts. Yeah, they're 18 uh, F2, so they were 35%, which is probably on on average. Yeah, but I don't think, like, we don't have a ton of great, three, a volume great three-point shooters, right? There's a big difference between being a volume three-point shooter and shooting 35% versus being a 38% shooter who shoots two a game. Like, there's a massive difference to that. Um, so I agree. Like, we don't, I don't think we have the skills to be shooting that many, but I'll tell you what, we couldn't do against Milwaukee either. Oh, they were way too big and long for us. We anytime we went to the rack, and you know what? How about this, Lowry and uh, Davis and Freddie? Shoot the twelve foot pull up jumper, the lost art of the pull up jumper. My God, like it was. If they took it in that, like they were just getting blocked. It, they, they had no chance of success, but they were kicking it back out. Like, yeah, that one. Uh, so listen, I'm not going to uh, sky is falling here. Uh, really, for a change? Yeah, it was you. Not, yeah. not blow it up. It's not blow it up just yet. Uh, however, I, I don't think that's because we couldn't play Giannis any better. He was still 19 and 19. Yeah. We couldn't have played him any better. Nope. Right. If we're going to nope. hold him to 19 points, yeah. we have got to win that game. Well, it goes back to last week's pod, Bart. You said, you said without Giannis, without Giannis, this team, this team would have 19 wins. You still believe that? I don't know. They got a pretty good supporting cast after watching oh, that uh, game. 19 wins with that, with, with Middleton yeah. and Bledsoe and Lopez and, they are 100% not a playoff team if he's not there. Wow. He he is everything. I mean, can you imagine like look at him out there when he's when he's on that court. He to, you don't take your eyes off him. So he is the one that is the center of attention. And I think he just the, I think he's the classic makes everybody else better around him. Like I don't think Middleton's the same even though Middleton was awesome on Tuesday night. He was yeah. He owned that game. Uh, he won. He, he won that game for them, but he won that game because Giannis, and he won still, the overtime game the night before too. I yeah. Think, so by the way, you know what? That is. This is just so you know. This is my segment for what drives you effing crazy. You're not going to like a catch, but uh, yeah. I mean, he was. He, he's been great since the All Star break. Um, so yeah, I, I still. But I yeah, I, I stand by it. I don't think they'd be. I don't think they'd be a playoff team without him. I really don't. So that. So that game. It got away from us, and we had, and I just didn't think we had any way of of trying to figure it out. It just kept, I, yeah, the strategy was just keep well, shooting I, threes and it would go in. 
but but so it goes back to my and my my fan base, which is me and a few others. Like, so we need a guy to make threes. We have to find a way to get Thomas to play some meaningful minutes in the game. He came back. He he drained he drained a, a boatload of shots. Um, got us back in that game, and then they put him on the bench for the end of the game, and we never saw him again. I'm like, Jesus, and and I, I, I if we're gonna go three and we're gonna p- put pitch it out, then yeah. then get a Baca off. Like if he's going one for ten, like I, I'm, and I know I shit on a Baca a lot, but for this game, that was admittedly the the worst game a Baca had this year. Um, he, he was he was he was horrific in that game, but stop shooting like he shot 10 threes you know when you're when you're one for five or one for four okay maybe i don't have it tonight no like are you that thick to continue to fire up the three-point shot again you're not steph curry if steph curry misses his first 15 you can he can shoot a 16th right it's like those volume guys that's fine like harden all they can keep going but yeah i agree when the abacas and the ogs of the world like when they keep shooting threes like og last night yeah he, he was two for six, but he shouldn't be taking six three-point shots in a game. He should not be taking six three-point shots. If he makes two, it's because he took three. Yeah, Thomas, like, Thomas only played in that, in that game, the mock game, 12 minutes, got uh, three for five from three, and it was plus minus, which I don't always want to look at, but it, it's an indicator. He, he was plus 12, right? The the yeah. bench the bench played well. I think, I think Nurse just wants his... His his guys out there, and I think the Abaca thing was more of a statement to Abaca saying you're you're my guy, right? Like I think I, I think, guess so. I guess right? so. But the if I'm he, a coach, I'm like said, I want to yeah. I want to win that he, game. So I want to win that game. He's not winning the game for us tonight. Get him on the. He yeah. said it in the um in his in his press conference afterwards. They said yeah, like why like why bring Abaca back in? He says well, he's had 21 straight good games. I think I should bring him back in. It's like okay, makes makes sense, right? Yeah, so, that that's totally fair. Like, and that's the right way to coach. That's yeah, I don't have a problem with that, but the problem—the problem I did have with Abaka once he was back and he looked tentative to it. He realized he was having a terrible game. But then, how about his turnovers too? Like he was—it oh. was an all-around horrific game by him. Yeah. Right. But I agree. I, yeah. We got to find Matt Thomas more meaningful minutes. Yeah. And you know, he's a spot-up yeah. three-point shooter, and yeah. we don't have a ton that's of. A, if that's a playoff game, Abaka's not playing the fourth quarter. I think. Right. I think that's when like they, they let the Eagles go. I think a regular season game, you show loyalty, and I don't know. So, and well, and only like, got. You guys sent okay. this out last night too. Like, so why is McCall, McCall last night getting twenty minutes and Thomas getting what was it seven or something like that? Six. Like, yeah. like McCaw is you know you know that I don't know, I don't know if he's got pictures of the GM or something like that, but that that is not working. That is not working. We gotta we gotta we gotta start to build the other guys up, and I think we gotta pack it in on McCaw. Say, oh, yeah, this is just not not somebody who we want we want in the system. Oh, oh, is that what you think about McCaw? That's funny. We haven't heard that take before. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, and he was over six last night from three point land too. Like Jesus. Listen, I, I trust nurse implicitly. I think come playoff time. Yeah. Well, we saw it last year. We shortened that bench up to seven, seven people and, and uh, he'll go with, yeah, he'll go with what he thinks is going to win. So yeah, like I said, two game stretch, the, the, the biggest issue is the disappointment of the Milwaukee. Cause we were really playing up 12. Oh, we were we playing awesome. And, oh. and we could have been up 25. Right, we were dominating that game. Just if we had shot the ball at all decently, we were up twenty-five. So yeah, fresh. And then last night, I mean, they just sort of a letdown. I think that's just a letdown game. And you know, cup Freddie and Abaca out. And then I'll tell you what, our boy Bobby Boucher has hit the wall a little bit, and he's got to yeah. stop shooting threes too. Just stop shooting threes. Like he just as soon as he gets the ball, he shoots a three. 
It's ridiculous. He's 28% three-point land. I'm telling him, guess what? You see that line? You're inside of it from here on in. Yeah, yeah. Here I think in. I think Boucher. Like once you get Gasol and, and Ibaka healthy, Boucher's he's he's gonna see. He's not gonna see the court much oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Even like I'm not I'm not taking away from because I think he's done really really well this year. But he is a scrappy defensive guy with the putback dunks. Like that's that's your role and a rebound. Yeah, and a rebound. Right. Lots well, scrappy defender. Yeah, like, rebound. Like last night I missed the second half, but like for from three point land, ten for forty three. Like. You're not going to win many NBA games. 10 for 43. And like Powell, Powell hit his first, what, three or three of four? He finished four of 11. He must have been throwing up the bricks in the second half. I think his legs just ran out. Like, I think that's a legs thing. He was, he was, uh, he was, he yeah. was tired after the injury. The 36 minutes. Jesus. You and this legs theory. But the, the thing right, well, last night, so can I bring it up, Bart? I know I sent an email last night. It might have been a little harsh, but uh, but the but the late, last call, the late the late call. But well, let's, should we save get, that for any other business? Okay, you want to say, okay, I'll save it. Yeah, that's, uh, right. that's a good any other business. Okay, then I got another thing for for the night. So we talked about the last show that um, the coach Lowry said Siakam's our guy. Got to go to him down the stretch. We're gonna give him the ball. Siakam's got to run to that ball and say, give it to me at the end of the game. If that, like, we got to get something in place that who's not, not like we don't want, we don't really want Powell shooting threes at the end of the game. We like have a guy that we think is going to, and, and that guy's got to say, give me the ball. I'm going to win the game for us. And, uh, and that's always your fear. That's what you said along the line with Siakam in the playoff race. But, but if he's going to be the guy, start demanding that ball down the stretch. He was invisible in the last play. Yeah. He, I mean, get open. Yeah, no, well, and but how first let's talk about that last play. And the assistant coach died he diagrammed it up in the huddle, which we saw on TV. But that was a horrific last play. I mean, and that, why is Lowry inbounding the ball? Yeah. I, I don't mind Lowry taking that shot. I mean that, that was I, I think was shocked. I think I think Lowry's inbounding it to, to throw it in and then kick it right back, like it right well, give and go with right 1. back. With 1.2 seconds. Oh, know, with 1.2. Sorry. The, no, listen, was, what do you mean 1.2? What are you talking about 1.2? You watch the whole game. Over my wife's head, though, it was a little yeah. tough. A little tough. It was in and out. Uh, it was one point two. We get the ball back with one point two seconds down three. Oh, right, right. Okay, then yeah. Yeah, they're not getting. There. I don't think we can inbound it, pass it back, three dribbles, and then shoot it. I don't right, think we right, do right. that, Kitch. Right. Who do you who do you What's want to hand, hand the ball out though, Bart? Like, like, don't you want your smartest player? Well, yes, unless my smartest player is one of my best chances to make the shot. Yeah, but his percentages aren't like he's like eighth. I would I get. much he's, rather he's have Siakam. A hand, if you're going to pick one of the start, because first of all, Siakam's not a catch and shoot guy, right? He's not going to turn, catch and fire. I'd much rather have Lowry take that shot. Yeah, and then the way we throw it into Powell, and he's sort of he's he's posting the guy up the three point. Yeah, terrible, terrible play. I we should never, we should never have been there. So yes. I never drew. I never drew like, him up like that. Lowry shooting with six seconds left. Lowry, take a couple of dribbles to shoot with two seconds left. Don't let them get the ball back. Hollis Jefferson trying to take Biombo one on one down the stretch. Like, know know your role. Know know where you're at at that time. But Hollis Jefferson got uh, he got he got shown last night. He got he he is he can play good against the B line, but against the A line, Hollis. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. He can't though. finish. He cannot no. finish around the rim. By the way. All right, let's move on. We've. Uh, we're Brock's gonna be happy. This pretty time. good. Uh, Twenty minutes, and we and we did some stuff before. So fifteen minutes of wraps. That's good. Oh, right. well, we're not done yet. Uh, wraps road trip. Oh, the road uh, wraps road trip. So Kitch, you are flying out tomorrow, but not to Denver. We're not, we're not doing the Denver game. You're going right to Phoenix. I will meet you there on Monday. How do you? Uh, 
How do you feel? How do you feel like the road trip is lining up? It's good. So here's here, I'll give you the agenda so so our our followers can watch and listen and find out where we're at and uh, see what degenerate D- dinner on Monday night. So we got dinner on Monday night at uh, Jack's. Oh, Jack's, the itinerary. Oh, yeah. that'll, this should be entertaining for the, for the Jack's, listeners. Jack's favorite spot. I, uh, can I tell you what Liz is doing right now? Liz, Liz is she's we're on two times speed with Liz right now. She's just going to forward her, right? <laughs> Jack and Alex. Alex uh, McKechnie's coming with her dinner with, with us as well. But yeah, you will get nothing on injury stuff from him. Alex is the most tight-lipped person that you'll ever meet. He will not say anything about anybody, so can't even ask. The barrel laughs, you know. Barrel laughs. He's a, he's a good dude. Tuesday, Tuesday, we get up bright and early, and uh, Bart and I are off to the casino. Head to the casino in uh, in uh, Phoenix, where... Uh, where he might ask to have the table limits increased like the last time we were there. Um, <laughs> Let's hope my wife is now speeding through this as well. So, so Kitch, so Bart, I was there for this. He asked for a table increase. He's there for like maybe a minute. And me and Kitch are betting, I don't know, 15 bucks whatever he comes in. And the minimum bet is like like 400 bucks. And he must have bet 500 or something. Like, stupid, like something stupid just to piss everybody off. That is Bart. It's yeah, unbelievable. They call upstairs. They had to call upstairs. Supervisor came down. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an ordeal. It's an ordeal. I know what I like. I know what I we like. We weren't playing a hand. We weren't playing a hand until that table was up. We're not playing a hand until that table was up. So we do that before the game. Then we meet up with some KW boys. Uh, some you know boys what? From, oh. I like me. I like me. <laughs> I know you like yourself. I like me. We met with some KW boys from town here uh, to have some have dinner drinks before the game in uh, in Phoenix. And then we're off to the, the game that night where Bart and I will be sitting. We have... Uh, secure some courtside seats. Uh, nice. so we, we first row on the court facing the Raptors bench. So across the court from the bench, uh, look at the Raptors bench first row. So you will see the back of our heads. And maybe actually, you know what? I'll wear the jersey. I'll wear the jersey that night. You'll be able to figure, you'll be able to see me then because it'll be the no Raptors time. jersey out there. Are you going to let Matty D know in advance that you're wearing the jersey? Or are you going to like just spring it on him? I just spring it on him. I'll spring it on him. <laughs> Wednesday, we get up. Wednesday, we get up. We get on the plane, fly to San Fran. Uh, might do an Alcatraz tour. Bart's never done the Alcatraz tour. Yeah. It is all over that. It is a top shelf tour. One of the best ones I've been on worldwide. So we might be doing that Thursday. Thursday. You know, what I'd lo- is- you know what I'd love to do on this trip is make sure we're in as, as many enclosed spaces as possible. Prisons. That's a perfect spot to be right now. Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> Helmet, mask, all of it. Thursday is the big day for the pod. Probably the pod's biggest milestone to date. We've got the Jack Armstrong coming on the pod to uh, to broadcast directly from San Francisco. So that was that's what we're looking forward to. If you have any questions you would like oh. us to ask, oh, oh, you don't have any questions? Oh, you like to ask Jack? Like any questions like ask Jack? You can put it on our Twitter account. Yeah, tweet it to at Rap City Podcast. At Rap City there you go. Podcast. At Rap City Podcast, any questions you'd like us to ask Jack, then uh, throw it out there. We'll, uh, we'll, have, we'll have a fair game. All 12 of you. If the 12 of you have any questions, we'll be happy to ask Jack. <laughs> Thursday night, Thursday night, the Raps Warriors. We got that. We're staying in town there. And the good thing about it is the, is the team does not fly out after them. So it, it's mandatory mainly in the NBA that you are out of town the night of your game. But because they play Sunday in Sacramento, they actually stay in the same hotel in in uh in San Fran. So they don't they don't move. So Thursday night we'll try to behave ourselves because uh Friday we've got a full Napa Valley wine tour. So the night the wine tour starts at nine. Uh we got Jack, Maddie, Eric coming on it, and then Jack's invited the whole TV crew. So now we have the whole TV crew coming on this. So we got a party of nine <laughs> heading out to the Napa Valley wine tour. Kitchen, and home on Sunday. Home on Saturday. 
Did you say 9 a.m.? It starts the tour. Even though it's till 9 a.m. To the first place at 10.30. Drinking Camus wine at 10.30. <laughs> I will be bringing my cooler of Bud Light. Let me tell you that. How many people do you think uh, in the history of Napa tours have gone to Napa uh, for 10.30, back in San Fran uh, for 8.30, 9 o'clock, and then on the red eye at midnight? How many people think you do that? In their <laughs> Historically are coming up. Coming up one, <laughs> historically, no. no. I can be a trivia answer Sunday. <laughs> not many smart people. I don't think. <laughs> no. I know. I yeah. I'm dreading. I'm not sure how uh, how in tune I'll be with the coronavirus on that flight. I'm not sure I'll be wiping everything down the way I, I should be. I do not think you will be able to be infectious. You have so much stuff in your system. <laughs> it's true. Well, I haven't thought about that. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh uh, well, that's a listen. That was not what I was expecting to uh, to give our listeners. But yeah, that's a full. That's a full agenda. Anything else? I don't think there's going to be, and I don't think there's going to be any deviation from it. No, no, I got, I have it <laughs> really down. Don't. I have it down. <laughs> well, and let's if Kitch organizes something, whatever. God forbid you make any suggestions or changes to it. That uh, he does not like that. He doesn't like that. Don't even. Ask. All right. Uh, so now this is uh, I, this might become a recurring uh, segment for us. I haven't, I didn't put it on the generalities, but this is the whiny bitch segment. So Harden and Giannis, or as Kitch calls him, Giannis. Um, they got into it a little bit this week. So for a quick recap, for those of you who don't know, Kitch, uh, when they were picking the teams for the All-Star game, uh, the TNT guys were given uh, Giannis a bit of a hard time and said, well, what, you know, how come you didn't pick Harden? And he said, and I think he said it jokingly. He's like, oh, well, I want guys who pass the ball. Right? So he made that, he made that crack, right? And so they were, they were giggling. I oh, love it. So then Harden's got to sit down this week some I'm not sure what magazine or or outlet it was, but they basically asked him about it, and he gave like the worst answers. It got all like whiny. Oh, you know, if if all I had to do was run up and down the court and dunk the ball, that doesn't take any skill. He's like, yeah, I think I have more assists than he does. Like he went all sort of like justifying the comment about how I was just like, oh my, you idiot! You took the bait, and then he just like again, whiny little bitch. He is, he's now on the list. He's definitely, I'm hashtagging, hashtag hard and whiny bitch. You know, you well, know, he, go, ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Imagine that, imagine that OKC team way back in the day, right? Oh. Harden, Westbrook, and Durant. And they had a Baca too. Baca's <laughs> pretty a Baca, nuts. Yeah. Like oh, a Baca, he's a, he's a a Baca decided I'm not going to fight anybody anymore. Was that two years ago or two Two, three years ago, when he punched that guy in the face. Yeah, when, he, when he almost Rudy Tom Domin- Tom Jonovich, the guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, imagine, imagine me the coach of that team and going, like, how do I control these, these guys? Like, they're, they're so different. Oh, my. Imagine God. being a five foot seven white guy coaching that team like Scotty Brooks was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going. Uh, yeah. So it, um, I just like, I can't, these guys are, they're so thin skinned. It's unbelievable that he would like, clearly Giannis wasn't being serious about that. It just, he was answering a question in, in that kind of environment with Barkley and Shaq and those guys. He was trying to, he was trying to entertain. It was a joke. Well, yeah. and it's, gla- it's glaringly obvious. Like it's glaringly totally obvious. Joke. Everybody knows he doesn't pass. Like, like that's just, that's, that's, that's an obvious insight. Like Harden's got to look in the mirror. I don't, he doesn't pass the ball unless he absolutely has to. And like, like Giannis isn't isn't a jerk, right? That the guy is no. Like everyone loves that guy, no. right? Like, give him a like, 
But they, but if you read it, if you just read it and you didn't listen to it, then you might interpret it. But like for hard to take the bait, like what's hard? What's like hard in like year nine or ten? Like he took the bait there and just made it personal. And then he goes, "I will win a championship." I go, "Like come on, and don't like, go public. Go, don't go. Yeah, public. if you got an issue, do it behind the scene. Like, like you, he only he only looks like a fool on this. Like he's the one. You're all oh, fool. He looks terrible. And Yas just sitting there going, oh, "I got him. Yeah, I, I got him." Yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. I just so officially the whiny bitch list, KD, Stover, now James Harden. Stover. I I have troubles with Stover being on there. Well, I like Stover. I know you guys are bu- I, like I know Stover. you guys are buddy buddy, but trust me, Stover, he's on the he's on the whiny bitch for the foreseeable future. Is, I, saw, is, I, I saw I saw him this week. I'm like, hey, no, no comments on the pod. He's like, I don't like the way I was talked about on the pod. So I no, I don't have any comments. <laughs> I gave him props. I gave him props. Yeah. He didn't like the whiny Stover. bitch. I apologize. We, Stover, I, we got your back. Never met you. I don't think, but I you know what? Ignore Stover. Bart. Kitchen great dental guy. love. Great guy. Stover's a great guy. <laughs> whiny bitch. All right. Uh, so that's so that's the, the whiny bitch segment, which may not be every week, but it's. I think there'll be lots oh, we'll of fodder for that. We'll yeah, find, we'll find a lot of, There's a lot of uh, there. All right. Uh, we are fast approaching the NCAA tournament. Uh, and last week, I think we talked about who the number one team in the country was, uh, which was much to everyone's surprise. Um, but that tournament is number one, number four team, not number one. We knew number one. That was no surprise. Last week we talked about what number four team was. Oh, number four, right, right. We say Dayton, Dayton, Dayton Flyers. Flyers. Well, still, still, still there. You know what? After this week, that might be number one. <laughs> They're still um, the same. Still the same. I checked. I, what the rankings? The, they come out every Monday. Oh, here we go. After this week, okay. Well, they don't. Sorry. They don't change it midweek. It's not on the fly. Yeah, yo yo. Don't and, call me. Don't call me yo yo. That's <laughs> offensive. <laughs> um, so. That tournament's coming up in a month. Oh, three weeks. It, I don't know. I don't. This will be the most random picking I've ever done, and that's, I guarantee I'll have Duke winning the whole thing. But uh, that's what's awesome. That's what's awesome about it, though. That's what is awesome about not, it. There's not even a player to follow. Like you yeah, don't really have. Any, that's great because when a player's dominant and they when they take them all the way team, that's not like that is the NCAA tournament to me is the best sporting event of the year. I, oh, I love it. I, I enjoy that more than any other sporting event because it's it's your Florida Gulf Coasts, it's your Evansville, it's these it's these Cinderella stories that only got to win one game, and that makes it. Uh, I think yeah, that makes. Yeah, but you don't think. Sense. And here's the question: So, I've I've always felt the NCAA was relevant because it was under the guise of these guys are going to the NBA, and you're gonna you're gonna recognize them in some capacity. Uh, you know, you're gonna oh, I remember him when he played for yeah Evansville. What doesn't matter what it is. Like there was a there was always a connection to the NBA. When they change these rules in a couple of years where they're going to let the 18-year-olds come back straight into the draft and this and this G League, D League thing is going to become uh, straight to the D, to the G League for 150000 bucks, whatever that is, like there'll be nobody in college that goes – well, there'll be very few college guys, I think, who end up going to the NBA. So my question is, if that ever becomes the scenario where college is a non-feeder system to the NBA, does it remain relevant from a from a viewer's perspective? I think so. Yeah, I think I think they got um, a lot of okay, history. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Agenda. Did I, okay, if Dano finishes, can Dano no, no, finish? One second, because we don't even go, we shouldn't be going there. Does anyone care about the NCAA tourney? That's the agenda item. So we're, we're not. Yeah, I know there was no question on. Does anybody care about the future of the NCAA? Does anybody care about the NCAA tourney? That's right now. Jesus. Oh, you know, you I would to, like, like. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dano. Go ahead. Bart, he should be on probation. Maybe I'm just, you know, like as a, as, as a co-host. Right? He's, uh, I, I'm he's the, angry. I'm following the, I'm yeah, following the agenda. I would I'm like to, the, I'd like to revisit the Raps road trip agenda right now, actually. <laughs> like a slight change. <laughs> I might be busy anyway. 
So, <laughs> so I don't, I don't think there's any, any big issues. These, these schools got the followings of the, the people like the states are so patriotic to to their school, whatever. So I don't I don't see it being a big change. I do agree. Once they change that rule, if if I'm a kid, I get paid a buck fifty or something to go play in some league or go to a school for one year. I know I'm not going to go back there, right? Like like no one goes back and graduates, right? Maybe a couple, very few, do, but yeah, very, yeah few. very few, right? Now it's fun, it's fun, but these guys are gonna, are, are definitely going to take are definitely going to take the money. Um, I don't see a, a huge impact on it just because of the loyalty. They So many people are in those pools. Do they really care if the best players are there? Nah, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's a scenario where the, I think the NCAA tournament has a chance to always be relevant, but I don't know that, I mean, I've watched very little this year uh, to begin with, but I think that's what happens. It just becomes all about the tournament. And maybe it's already started to happen. Right. Maybe that's already started to happen. I mean, you'll get the you had the outlier last year with Zion where everyone was sort of dialed into Duke because Zion was playing. But like this year, I don't know. There's but yeah, the tournament, I think the tournament can stay relevant. But that maybe yeah. that might be the only thing. Yeah, I think the tournament tournament will still have its, its like you see Harvard playing and Harvard wins a couple of rounds, you'll be like, Yeah, hey, this is great because because the Zion Williamson's are playing in the G League. So I yeah, I think the tournament will still be entertaining for sure. Well, now that I am a uh well, I grew up Michigan, uh Michigan, so I'll always have the Michigan uh love. But Due to the Hilton Head roots that we now have, I I made Johnny, Annie, and Bobby make up their minds. If we're going to be local, you got to pick. Either we're a Gamecock or we're a Clemson Tiger. You got to pick. Can you pick the sport? Can you pick what sport? No, that's it. You're, you're, it's ride or die. Ride or die. And so Bobby, of course, front runner Bobby, 1,000%, went right to Clemson. Of course. Of course. Johnny, uh, Johnny thought about it, came up to me today, you know, it's like, I want to be a Gamecock. I'm like, yeah, me too. So I want the underdog too, Johnny. And then so Annie does whatever Johnny does. So Annie's also a Gamecock. So we have three Gamecocks and Becky's a, Becky's a Tiger. We you know why? Gamecocks, you, know, you know why? Because Johnny likes the name Gamecock. That's what he's saying. That's a great name for Johnny. <laughs> yeah. See, that's offset. He's a, he's not even 11. <laughs> he loves that. He doesn't even know what either one of those words mean. <laughs> no, no, he does. He does. He does. Oh, he does. Yes, he does. Back to the NCAA tournament. I'm actually going. Uh, I'm going to the Cleveland games. Oh, are you? So, yeah. So I'll be going to the Friday, the Friday, the first Friday, oh. four games in Cleveland. Sue Kitch. and I, Sue and I, and Corey, the three of us are heading down, and for my, I think it's my second trip of the year. Sit down for just, uh, just. Uh, Kitch, was this on your uh, bucket list? Like one of your bucket <laughs> oh, lists? Must be Cleveland. It used to be ten must, years must ago. Be. Used to be on my bucket list, but I've done it a few times now, so it's 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 non bucket anymore. Just, just asking. You don't gotta get angry. Just ask. Yeah, well, yeah. we're gonna cover that. We're gonna cover that in a second. Down with bucket list. I guess uh, Marilyn Joe, he'll he comes back into the uh, to the pod on that one. He had, he had some opinions in the bucket list. <laughs> I'm starting to dislike uh, Joe. All right, all right. Shifting gears, NFL big news of the week, which Kitch had no idea about. And meanwhile, I'm looking at the goat mural that he had. Oh, beer number two, Dano. Thank you. Um, should be a great day for your one year old. Um, so Brady. Yes or no? I, I'll, I will give the uh, the commentary in a second. But yes or no? Is he gone? Deno. Oh, I've said no. I, I I'll, I'll keep saying no. I know Kid's going to say yes. I say yes. I say yes. Yeah. So uh, well, we, so the re- we need an official bet. So the report um, this week, some insider on ESPN came on the airwaves. Schefter reported as well that. Every indication is that he's gone. And that this insider's words were, I would be shocked 
if he stayed. So I'm with that information. I also believe he's gone. And I think there's other reasons to it. I think he's just, I think there's a Belichick uh, Brady thing going on here. I think it's, they're both going to, you know, I can win without you type thing, even though I don't think there's any chance Brady can ever win anywhere else. So he's got two years left, Max, probably he's not going anywhere and winning the Super Bowl. Like that is not happening, but uh, there's, I think there's more of that. And then somewhere down the line, we're going to get the, we're going to get the story. But yeah, I think he's, I think he's hundred percent gone, but God, who would want him? Like I would I would not touch Brady, would not touch him for 30 million a year. Yeah. I, I like his supporting cast. They've, they've moved out like his trainer and all the, all the people that support him. They've all moved to Southern California. Um, I think, yeah, I think eventually these egos, like you got three big egos on a team. You got Kraft, Bilicek and, and, and Brady and, and to have those three egos get along, you got to win. And as soon as you don't start winning, then stuff, stuff comes to head. I think uh, my guess would be, I, I, I know the chargers have freed up the spot. Now they got rid of uh, what Texas name rivers, they got rid of rivers and they, uh, but I, I don't think he makes a difference in LA. Like I don't, LA just doesn't seem to buy into the NFL that much. They don't support their teams. I know that the Chargers would love to have a, a guy like that that might sell some season tickets. I like I think if he goes anywhere, I think the best place for him to go is 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 to Vegas. Go to the Raiders, of Vegas. The fans will support you. Um, they'll be just 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 be happy that you're there. Um, you can live a you can live a fun fun life in Vegas. And uh, so I, I think uh, I think that's I think that's my 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 thoughts on how it might play out. Dan, do you care to add to uh, any of these just, theories? Yeah, I, I I get the ego stuff, but like, why would you want to? Like, why would you want to leave? Like, just I I get the ego stuff, but oh my god, you got everything there. Just ignore the noise. They like, do they have twelve or thirteen wins last year? Twelve and four. Twelve and four. Yeah, I, I get they've lost in the playoffs, but twelve like twelve and four. Like it's not as though they were like six and ten or something. Like they will win the division again next year, right? If if, yeah. if Brady's there. I don't know what the Patriots do. Like who are they gonna bring in? Like bring Tony Romo back or something? Like what what are they gonna do? Well, Romo, geez, he's not you see what he did yesterday? He's he paid more to broadcast. <laughs> he's averaging more now and than he ever did as a player. Actually, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, he's a way better broadcaster. And he wasn't a horrible quarterback. Um, no, he was good. So, yeah, I, uh, I I agree with you. There's no way. If he actually cares about anything, I even think if he cares about his legacy or best chance to win, it's staying in New England. But there might be the factor of, too, maybe he's looking at Baltimore and Kansas City going, you know, we're not going to beat them. I was just right. thinking back to, again, like when it was Montana leaving, like Young was like Steve Young was a backup, like for how many years, guys? Four, five? Like it was crazy. Oh, at least, yeah. Yeah, at, at least. least, right? He went to KC, whatever. Like the Patriots don't have, like who who's their guy? Like their backup catch. It's not uh, uh, your, your buddy, who, what do you call him? Grappy? Grappolo? Grappolo. Or, yeah, they'd, be, they'd be cringing Grappolo. on that. Cr- cringing on letting that guy go now. Uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't. It's not. I I do know if you say the name, I would I would recognize it because I remember looking last year. But I'm thinking this is not a marquee player. This is this is a this is a, this is a this is an upstart upstart player. So. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. We're only a couple of, like that. That news is going to drop next. I think March 12th, right? Is the uh, first day of free agency. So that is. Uh, so yeah, as far as far as the bet, it sounds like I get odds now. 
Like before it was like straight odds. Sounds like you guys, this oh, is a done deal. So I want odds. You always want to squeeze us. Why do you always want to squeeze us? Did you not see how much money I lost this week? It was a tough week. Can oh you just give God. me even money? Can you give I'm, me even money? I'm one of your like D plus customers. Like I, I, I felt the burden. You're a C. You're a C. Don't you know you lost? Don't sell, yourself, don't sell yourself short. You're a C. Uh, it's just all relative. It's all relative. Yeah. You know, if we start talking about odds on the spreadsheet betting, my goodness, I'm the one who should be squeezing people. Should have got some on Freddie. You guys even let me make that bet. That was stealing from your buddies. Who does that? Oh, I think the 250 bowling game was also stealing from you as well. Oh, that, yeah, but that, yeah, no, I, that, that my uh, my eyes got bigger than my stomach on that one. And I was just making a, I was making a comment. I wasn't even saying I was going to do it. I was just making it. I said it's more likely. Anyways, uh, all right. You know what? I'm going to scrap the. Uh, we're going to save the golf one for closer to, to Augusta. We're going to save oh, that. The, the Patriots got Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler, the new new oh, quarterback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want quarterback. Uh, Patriots are staring at eight and eight next year if uh, Brady's gone. I'll tell you. Cody that. Kessler's quarterback. No, yeah. no way. Yeah, Bills win the division if Brady's gone. <laughs> that, that you heard it here first. Cheap. <laughs> let's say you know let's save that for august assuming we're still in, in action uh all right so we're skipping golf now we're gonna move right on to the bucket list because i think this might become a segment too like let's talk yeah, let's come up with your bucket list and not, we can't do it every week but uh but to Marilyn joe's point we uh we, we broke this down uh in the office yesterday and he believes, and actually it made a lot of, Joe doesn't make a ton of sense most of the time, but this actually made some sense. Because you want to do something or you want to check something, it, you want to check something off the list doesn't make it a bucket list. Like a bucket list is supposed to be like, okay, like this is one in a lifetime. Like I may not have ever had a chance to do this. Like it's something, but like to go to a random event that happens every year, I'm not sure that can be bucket worth, bucket list worthy. And so, I kind of I, I know where Joe's going with this. Maybe I didn't do it justice in my uh, in my explanation there. But yeah, is the Daytona 500 really bucket list worthy? Like, oh my God, you're about to die in a year. That's gonna be one of the things you do in that year. I did. I did not realize that Joe was the one who made up the definition of what the bucket list was. I didn't. I didn't realize he wrote. Well, Joe that. didn't make I, it up. I, I, he was questioning it. He was oh. questioning, it. and I tend to agree with him. I think just yeah. Let's put it that context. You got six months to live, and it starts in November. Oh, that, the year before. That's, Are you going to Daytona? Yeah, but that's your death list. That's a death list. Well, that's what not a bucket, bucket list is. That's not a bucket, bucket list, list is before you die. No, it's not. Death list is before you die. Bucket list is what you want to go to. That's my definition. Did you see the movie? You can't you say my definition is wrong because because it, it's my definition. It's, just, uh, uh, it's uh, anybody has their own definition of bucket list. My bucket list is something you got to go to once in your life. Deno. Yeah, I agree with Kitch, and then oh, and then you got to rank it shocking. right. Now, Daytona may have been 250 on Kitch's bucket list. It, it was down there. Yeah. It was down there, Which, yeah. My definition does not make it part of the bucket list. Yeah. Usually you talk about your top five or top ten. <laughs> but like, so, like, when I – like, one of my bucket list things was to go to a Yankees World Series game. Like How that – 50? Uh, oh, God. That, that's not, that's yeah. a whole show. That is a whole show, that one. I've been to – yeah, about, I don't know, 60 Yankee games in New York. Um, like, like, like for me, bucket list masters, I, ha I had to go walk that course. I, I, I had to do it. I, I had to do it. That's a bucket list. Yeah. I think that's people, legit. Right. So when you talk about your bucket list for me, it's like, you know, I got five or 10, but like Kitch is going to have a long list. Kitch has got a lot of traveling to do. Right? I do. So, I know. But so you know, I think, I think you agree with me, by the way. You, uh, you can take back your self high five you gave yourself when De you thought Deno was on your side. I think Deno just proved that he was on my side. We agree. You can't have 900 things. That's just a list. That's not a bucket list. That's a list. 
<laughs> There's it's a, a big, big bucket. It's a big bucket. What if? Oh, what if? So no. what if? What if you do all your bucket list stuff at age forty? Yeah. Then what am I supposed to die at forty one? Like what am I supposed what? to do for the next forty years? No, but you. But again, by definition, who is creating a bucket list at thirty? Chris like, Kitchen. Kitches. 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 <laughs> Kitch did it at forty. You know, again, this is part of your problem, right? You're just listening with your mouth. You're not fucking, you're not absorbing any of what we're trying to tell you. All right. We're trying to explain I, it. Just I, I, I have disagree. another perspective. Have another perspective. I disagree. You know what? You know what? I I think, uh, can we, can we remove Joe from our listener base? Can we take him off that? I think, My boy. I think Joe's replacing one of us in two weeks. I got this feeling kid, that Joe. once, once you well, bring in Jack Armstrong, kids, you are like, you're, you're done, buddy. That uh, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be the end of the world. There's a Marilyn Joe Kitsch uh, showdown of, of saying names. That's definitely coming because Joe can't do it either. We Add more time. Add more time to my bucket list. <laughs> well, listen, I think we're going to have a bucket list segment. Uh, and I haven't even, see, I haven't even thought about mine, but I'll tell you right now, if I had to come up with a bucket list, it'd be four or five things on it max. Because I'd sit there and go, well, Daytona 500, if I ever did it, it'd be great. It's on the list. It's not on the bucket list. Like, I got to do it. It's ridiculous. I, that's the death list. It's on the bucket list. It's not on the death list. Yeah, I get that. No, if we get Joe on the show, I want, and we're trying to do names, I want to do it after six beers. I have six beers. Oh. Joe has six beers. Then we try to do names. I think I'd beat Joe on that front. I, think I'd be I like that. Oh, well, six gin and tonics. Yeah, maybe Joe, six beers, six light beers. No, you guys are both. Yeah, be, I don't think you'll be able to tell the difference. Six light, beer, <laughs> six light beers with you guys. Is that like the reflex game they used to do when they test your reflexes after yeah. uh, drinking? Yeah, thing. Johnny Fever, they're off. <laughs> Ooh, WKRP. I like that. Uh, all right. Um, so we did the bucket list. Now, I told you guys this, right? Johnny listens to the podcast every night. Before, that's how he falls asleep. That's a listening to it. Yeah. And I was listening to last week's podcast where I I broke the Becky guidelines as much as much as my how much swearing I'm allowed to do. I definitely swore a lot more than uh, I am this week. Like, I, I think for the most part, it's a reasonable pod for no Deno. Well, Deno, Deno is an 11 year old. He doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it's fine, Deno. I think we're fine. A couple of little f bombs just showing passion. Uh, right? The part maybe I'm a little bit on. I maybe introduced him to some of the. Gambling vernacular. Oh, he's probably a little yeah. young. Bingo. He's a little, <laughs> he's a little young. 11 year old should not yeah, be allowed to listen to this. Fam- no one of my family is allowed to listen to this. So like, I, when, I, I, I'm just yeah, I agree. Going, I'm not sure. So. I'm not sure 11 year olds, the only juice they should know is the ones in the fridge. I'm not sure they should like, have any. I don't know. So this week, I think it was Wednesday, Johnny texted me, asked me, how do I set up a Pinnacle account? So my. Well, he said, he said to me this way, he's like, oh, now I know bet three, six, fives in the UK, dad. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure that helps you, but yeah, will, that's where we, any 11 year old will lead a degenerate life if they start to listen to the pod on a weekly basis. Like, right, I'm sure well, you know that. I'll get Johnny in some therapy. <laughs> All right. That was a quick segment. All right. Uh, now, Deno, this is for you. The segment is for you. And it's entitled, Why Doesn't Kitsch Think the Coronavirus is Real? Now, I say this from the standpoint of, I mentioned to like, he doesn't believe there's ever, there's any chance this thing blows up in, in North America, which clearly, that's very Trumpian of him. Uh, but clearly, all the pundits believe that there's a, a somewhat significant outbreak that's it's inevitable. So I suggested to him that perhaps us 
walking into what's going to be known as ground zero of North America, San Francisco. Maybe that's just not the smartest idea. Maybe we should just talk about like, I wasn't suggesting not go on the trip. I was just uh, like, I'm making conversation. But am I, do you agree? Who, Deno, am I, was I off base by suggesting that perhaps we should just think about what the, the effects of the coronavirus? Okay. I'm going to tell two quick kitchen stories. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to oh, make good. this. So, so when, when kitchen had little kids, I remember it was, he wanted to go golf and it was really cold out. I got no kids. And I, I, I thought maybe we should not go golfing. And he calls me, he goes, I have two young kids. We're going somewhere for five hours. Like we are going somewhere for five hours. Yep. That'd be me. Yep. Okay. So that, that's the first one. The second one, this just happened when we were doing our first or second podcast when he's in Mexico, we just said like, there's people dying in Mexico. They're like putting alcohol, like putting drugs in your, in your bar, in your room, in your room and stuff. And here's kids talking about how much booze he's pounding in his room and stuff. Right. He's just going, you know what? If it happens, it happens. Exactly. Exactly. Can't live your life in fear. Can't live your life in fear. I'm not suggesting fear. Sorry. 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 Last story. After 9-11, after 9-11, we had a Vegas trip. I think we were in the first plane after after 9-11 we were, to Vegas. We were. Like, like to Vegas. Kitchen's going, like right now, it's now the safest. It's now the safest oh. place to be is in the air, right? It's just so it's, it's no, that, that would actually, that made a ton of sense. I always said that too. I'm like, flying, no, you couldn't be any safer flying. It's like these people get pissed off when they go to the TSA. And, they, and they're oh. like, I can't believe. It's like, you know what? I am totally, if the TSA wants to pull me over, frisk me, you do whatever you have to at an airport. I will never get upset. It's these people it, get angry. It's ridiculous. We had a work conference in Miami um, a couple of years back when the SARS was going on and they canceled our conference for the SARS. And I called my three buddies who, who I work in other offices said, we're going, we're still going. They said, really? I said, we're going. So the, the four couples went down there. We had the whole hotel. There was nobody else. There was four rooms booked, our four rooms, and there was 1,160 rooms that were not occupied. It was that was the best customer service I've ever had in my life. Well, I'll tell you what, by Thursday in San Francisco, we might be in the same scenario. And then it'll be you and I quarantined in that hotel for 14 straight days. That'll be nice. That'll be fun. Oh, you know what? We better better replenish our betting accounts. Well, I'll tell you what. And I'm gonna be replenished. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have like 95 packs of peanut MMs in my room at any given point. <laughs> that is a fact. Oh, it's there. You can't stop eating them. Uh, all right. Well, listen, I think I, I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant, not hesitant in like not going. I'm definitely, definitely going. Um, but it, it just wouldn't shock me if five days later, one of us is breaking out in a, in a, in a sweat. <laughs> and by the way, if I'm patient zero in Bermuda based on, uh, travel that I did not ultimately have to make, that's not going to go well. It's not going to go well for me. That's not going to play well. <laughs> I will be, I'll be scarlet lettered for sure, but whatever. Um, all right. And la- before we get into uh, our gambling segment, Deno gambling, the, the segment is, is gambling the devil's work. It, it has to be like, there, when you think about it, what is the upside to gambling? You can't really make money at it. Well, no, you, I know, I know. He, I, listen, I know. But over the court, take that out. Take that outlier out. <laughs> and like, I could not agree more. Like, <laughs> I know it's if crazy. You, if you think about it, like any time you gamble, the first time playing a game, you win. Like craps. Like 
Kitch is a big believer in this. First time roller in Kreps. We like we like start getting rookie more roller. money out. Rookie right? roller. Rookie oh, like roller. a rookie roller. And I always tell people, okay, first time you play craps, you will win. And you think you will always win. Never play again. Like never play. Like never play a catch. Never. Like, slot machine, you'll win the first time. Yep. Like it is the devil's work. It, oh, my God, Bart. It is the devil's work. Can you win? Yes. If you're not crazy. Well, no, you know really, what? Right? I, I'll tell you what. The devil, the devil was pouring my wine for me last night. I can tell you that. Well, so there you go. That goes back <laughs> to my. This, comes, this segues into my segment. You, you should have a breathalyzer on your betting accounts. So, so you have to blow into your phone, and if you blow over, you cannot. You're, it just locks you. You can't bet. You can't bet when, when you blow when you blow over a certain amount on your phone. I think that's I have, a wise. That's a wise yeah. thing. I think, and uh, and really, they should. You, you should somehow not be late to, allowed to in-game bet just just bet somebody to win somebody to lose and 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 just watch the game not not the in-game let's ride it up let's keep well, great pressing i'll tell you what the uh the 11 year old asian kid who came up with in-game betting his picture's on every wall in every betting house in the world like what well, that was just genius to go with that <laughs> I mean, like, awesome and even even the early cash out options like that's also a massive win for the betting houses like it's just mm-hmm. Yep. I know. I- it's all probability. So back to Kitchen's idea around a breathalyzer on betting. I've been talking about this for like 15, 20 years. ATMs should not be allowed to give cash out after like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. <laughs> like with breathalyzer without, like what good has happened in your life at 2 a.m. when you're taking a couple hundred bucks. Like, well, you are not I, I doing it, good things. Dano, I think you might be dead in New Orleans. I, you might be dead in New Orleans. Or that. Yeah, I almost died in New Orleans trying to do that. Well, That's I'll tell you what. different segment, Bart. I'll tell you what's good that comes from that. If you only take out 200. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But That's even a 200. Win. Why do you need $200 cash at 3 a.m.? It's of not jail. for a slice of pizza. Get out of jail. Yeah, that's a really nice pizza for 200 bucks. Yeah, that's a really nice pizza. Yeah, Dell, that's actually a very good point. I agree. Those things should, yeah, come 10.45 p.m. That's it. Lockdown. Lockdown like, till 7 a.m. Help us, please. <laughs> Someone help well, us. Listen, the world's, a, the world's an evil place, right? The, I, you know what? Bank machines and gambling is, all, again, for you, all you believers out there, there's no God. God would not do that. I love the yeah, nine a.m. Yeah. I love the nine a.m. lineup with the bank machine in Vegas. I love oh, our nine p.m. Yeah. nine p.m. lineup in Vegas. Oh, I know. Back in the east, it's midnight. It's the next day, another thousand bucks. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that leads us right into our gambling segment because we got. I got to go. So, um, do we? Have, I have uh, very little other than to say that no one believes me the 83 and a half under for the Astros hit hit by pitchers is is a winner. Everyone believes the over is a lock based on spring training. There are seven games, seven hit batters. Ooh. <laughs> oh, really? So I, I looked I, I pulled up the stats from last year just to just to see where, where this fits. So what was it what was the number 80 83 and a half. 83 and a half. So you got the Mets at 95 last year. They were the they were the leaders at there. since he was second at 89, Oakland was third at 87 and then the Cubs were fourth at 83. Okay, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Speaking of not remembering, didn't we do this last week? You gave us those oh. same stats last week. No, we never did the stats last week. No, no, we, we were going to look into it this week. Bart, oh. Bart, that's your other podcast. I'll, I'll ask Johnny. I'll ask Johnny. <laughs> the uh, so Houston was sixty six last last um, right. last year. So are are we, are we going to get 
that many more. Like, so they'd have to be, they would have had to have been fourth in the league and hit batters last year to go over that number. Right. Like the large majority of teams are way under 83 and a half. I, it, but, but they do have a target. They do have a target. Like there is a different, it's a different scenario. Yeah. And the pitchers have repercussions. Like the, the leagues come out and said, you know, we see you doing this. We're going to, nobody's going to take money out of their pocket, hit a guy and no one wants to be suspended. So I think, yeah, there's going to be something early days and maybe spring training is the bulk of it, right? Maybe they're doing it that way. Um, I'm telling you 83 and a half. That is my lock of 2020. I can't find it. I went on my six sites, not there. So I don't, I don't it's know. On, uh, William Hill. William Hill. I, I got kicked oh, out of William only Hill. Only six. Only six sites. I got kicked out of bet three, six, five. Give me other sites. All in the I UK. I will find you that line, Kitch. I will find you. Find me that line, please. Yes. And I will, I'll be on it. Are you betting over or under though, Kitch? I'll bet under just because yeah. if I win, I'll be happy. And if I lose, I can just ride Bart all along. So it's perfect. I think, it's a win-win scenario for me. I think it's a uh, great spreadsheet bet, actually. I think it's great. Yeah. No you like the, no, who likes no the juice. over? Juice. Apple juice? I, I actually like the over now. There we go. You're Brock. You're Brock. All right, what do we got there? Uh, what do we got there? What's, what's, how, what's, what's, the, what's the amount you want to wager? 50 each. 50 each. It's got to be 50 each. 50 yeah. each. All right. I'm in for the over. It. Was it th- four, 83 and a half? 83 and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, That's a lot of things. A couple more, then. Couple more spreadsheets. One every other game. Yeah. Go uh, Go ahead, Kitch. A couple more spreadsheets. We got the Yankees. So the Yankees we talked about last week. Yeah. You The over under was what? 103 and a half or something? What was that, Deno? You, they, it, was, it was 101, but now they're top pitchers. Every annual is out. So that's. Oof. Tough one. Well, what is it currently? Is it still one one? I'll look. Yeah, it. it didn't even change. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Because I think they're they're bank on the division. But go ahead, catch. What? So so Deno, did you want to? I uh, Bart, I think was looking at the under. He liked the under there. You like the over. So uh, are you are you still uh, are you still on board for taking the over on the on the line there? Yeah, I will. <laughs> sounds right, Bart. I, I like the under. All right, yeah. all right. So is that fifty or hundred? What's that one at? That's let's a just, That's a just a long right? year. That's one hundred one and a half. One hundred one and a half. Thanks. Over. Oh, What's the half? What a, one a jerk! Half. It is. It's not, Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to win. You can't put. Yeah. But, well, okay. But what is it? Minus minus one fifty. Get off your. Was it minus one thirty five? Minus one thirty five. You want the juice? You want, you want the yeah, plus one fifty? Put that in there. Plus one fifty. Just scale it back to minus one. Oh, sorry. Plus one hundred five. It's plus one hundred five. No, that's fine. I'll pay this. It's plus one hundred five. I will pay that juice on 50 bucks. Sure. All right, Dan, What's that? What's don't that? push this. Don't That's push 50 this. cents. That's 50 cents. I have 50 50. And the last one was T- T- Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay over under. That was a big discussion last week. 90 and a half. Oh, no. Wait. Yeah. You, you said, said Tampa's going to suck this year, Bart. You said Tampa's going to suck. Suck is not 90 and 89 72. wins. That sucks. 89 wins. Sucks. What? Well, if they don't get over 90 and a half. No, no, Bart, we weren't talking about what their line was. You were saying Tampa's going to suck this year. I said, they're going to be good this year. 90 wins is good. I agree. I think Kitch is, uh, he's trying to make a bet here that doesn't exist. So we, we should, think, we yeah. should, we should all get on under 90 and a half. Park Tampa. that one. Park, think, park yeah, that one. Yeah, we'll park that. Yeah, we'll park that one in midseason. Should we get uh, on Tampa under 90 and a half? Should we get on that preseason? We're all seem to be in agreement with that. Well, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I'm not agree with anything because I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm never gambling you, again, so it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. All right. And the Jays. 75 and a half. What's happening so, with the Jays? I'll tell you what, Buddy Brock, Buddy Brock was adamant the Jays are a lock to get over 75 and a half. And I actually, start, as I start to think about it, mm. yeah, I think, yeah, I, you know what? If I'm betting that, I'm going over. Well, you're a whole going over. No, what I do last year, I told you, I gifted you two money last year. I and gifted you, bet, you money. You bet it? No, I would, because I won't bet the unders. I won't bet against my teams. <laughs> I wish I had Homer. last night. Homer. <laughs> Uh, 
I like the Jays over 75 and a half. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, I'll, I'll oh, take oh, it. Oh, okay. You like the under, Tano? No, I don't. Yeah. I just don't like uh, like you, Bart, so I'll take the under. Is that, is that a C-note? That's a C-note bet. That's a full season. You need, yeah, well, you, well, you, you talk like two. that. Yeah, you talk like that. It's a C-note for sure. Saying you don't like yeah, people on the pod. That's, <laughs> that is rude. Save your fucking wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right uh do we have anything else for uh nope, that's all i got all right, we're, we're gonna need something different coming up because we can't just keep revisiting the same things we talk about every week so i will uh let's all come with one new bet next week for well, the, uh, yeah, let's look let's look at the basketball basketball ncaa basketball. whatever it doesn't matter yeah what doesn't matter what it is you can come it doesn't matter what you come with that's going to be one point. new bet for our listeners for zach all right, all right. uh all right what um listen i got like we have 11 minutes left Max, I have to be out the door in 11 minutes. So let's go. Uh, drives you fucking crazy. I'm going to start. Um, <laughs> so I got to go. So this previous week uh, coming into the Raptors game, uh, one of us on the podcast was adamant that two things were going to happen. Giannis was going to get over 30 and a half points because he fouled out the night before and only played 25 minutes. And two, Milwaukee was in big trouble because of their heavy heavy legs that they would be carrying in to Toronto. So what drives me crazy is the fact that people still out there believe that this, this idea of playing two nights in a row somehow dramatically affects the next night in the NBA. I think there's empirical data to suggest that if you play back to back in the NBA, you're not about to fall off the cliff on the second night. And if you keep espousing that theory, that is a ridiculous theory to keep throwing. Like, Many, many teams, as Milwaukee proved, can play really well on the back, uh, on the second night of a back-to-back. There's just, so the heavy leg syndrome is a stupid, or a theory is a stupid one. And anyone who talks to me about it again will no longer be a member of this podcast. <laughs> so that's what drives me crazy. The heavy leg theory. Is that a promise? Is that a promise? <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, Deno, you're next. Yeah, so... I got I got two quick ones here. So the other day, um, on the radio, listening to radio and stuff, and they have a <laughs> February twenty sixth is anti bullying day. It's like how many different days of shit can you can you have? Oh, let's have a anti bullying day, and let's have a like like oh my god, it's like just don't do it. So I'm just like sick of all these days that they promote stuff on. Anyway, tell that's, you. That's uh, that's one. Sorry, catch you. Thursday you're actually for bullying or Thursday was National Chili Day. I participated in that one, and Friday was not a friendly day for the kids. Kitch, I get that that much. I'll tell you what, Kitch is doing. He's he's a national interrupt day. He's been interrupting you all day, Deno. And then the other one, Bart, from your <laughs> from your last week's rant about the cigarette, <laughs> it happened to me. Someone <laughs> someone flicked a cigarette. I mean, I'm up to Waterloo. This guy tries buying a cigarette at me. Right, I'm going. What the What's going on here? Like, what's with these smokers all of a sudden? Like, they're everywhere. If I'm drinking, if I'm drinking a pop in my car or, or a beer in my car, I don't go throw it out the window. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. throw it out the window. Like, I couldn't believe it happened. Like, it happened the next day. It's it's a rampant <laughs> issue. I know. It's, it's crazy. It's going global. Like, they're they're all coming together, and then now they're flicking cigarettes at everybody. <laughs> Viruses, cigarettes, it's everywhere. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you for uh, that well thought out uh, segment. 
All right. Mine is, so I don't know how the airlines can't figure this out. So they got, uh, what's wrong? Why are you shaking your head? I guess it's a good one. So you, you can go on and you can reserve a seat on a plane. You can pay like 50 or 60 bucks and get a seat. Not, and I'm t- talking first class. This is, this is back with the pilgrims, but so pass, pass first class. And the first 10 rows, you can get like extra legroom seats and it costs you like 60 bucks. So you go online, you pay the extra. So you're giving the airline more money to sit in these seats and they went. And then when they go to board the plane, they board the plane from the back to the front. So all the people in the back who get on the plane, carrying on the carry-on bags, they stuff the, the upper part. And then when you get on for your seat that you paid more for, that the airline got more money from you for, there's nothing to put anything, there's no room to put anything up top. Like reward those people who pay for, who pay for an upgraded service, not the people who are at the back of the plane who fill up the ups, upstairs or the upper compartments for you before you get on. That drives me crazy. Okay, so uh, that's a really fair point because I've been on a number of planes where people have done that and the steward or stewardess have said, no, no, you take your bag to where you're sitting because that's, really? that's how it works. It's like your closet. Like that's your closet. You, yeah. in that row is your closet. You don't get to put your shit in other people's closets. That's you just don't do that. So I agree, but that's like the airlines need to deal with that. Yeah, in a way. They, like you just don't do that. Who does like I, that is such a dick thing to do. Yeah. Right. You put, you've dropped it off while you walk back 10 more rows. Well, how does that, what is that solving? What, why does it you make know, your life easier? You know what? It, it doesn't. It's ridiculous. You know what it solves? These guys that, that are in row 30 and they, they, and they want to be the first ones off. They go and they, they can go sprint, go and sprint, oh. sprint right when the plane lands and then, and then grab their bag. I, I think that's their, that's their plan. Cause maybe I was one of those guys one day. <laughs> maybe I was you're one not of those getting, guys. You're not getting past my elbow. Oh, I'll tell you that. I agree. I got, oh, I, you know what? I've, I've yeah. stepped in before people trying to do that yeah. too. I'm like, we're all getting off the same, we're all getting off the same, uh, yeah. same game. Yeah. All right. Just settle down. <laughs> all right. Good. Uh, TikTok AOB. Kitch, I'm gonna let you leave. I I'm not even gonna uh, partake in this one today. This is just this is all you. Let's go. All right. So there's. I, I think we should start a new poll. I want to. I want a new poll. Like you had a poll last week. I can't remember what it's about, but there was a poll you're you're gonna put on there. I'll ask so Johnny. The poll this week. I think we have to ask people: Is Bart a realist, or is, or is he a is he a doomsday preacher? So is he a doomsday preacher or is he a realist? I think we need to we have to put that out. We have to put that I, out there. I think that I am uh, not a doomsdayer. I just like to I like to get as many perspectives as I can. I like to read multiple sites on the on the information superhighway. I like to and then I like to form an opinion. That's what I like to do. I and wish, I, said, I wish I wish I knew Barr as a teenager. Like I wish, oh my god, I would love. Yeah, I saw him at a charity casino. Uh, I saw him at a charity casino. I'd love to go back at a charity casino back in the day. <laughs> Brantford, I've been to that one many, many times. I'll tell you what, the walks of life at the uh, charity casinos. Okay, listen. On that note, Deno, I don't care if you have anything. I'm, I'm, oh, oh, yeah. Come on, Deno. Come on, Deno. I got one. It's gonna be quick. So this, this is this happened last night. So after the Raps loss, everyone's in bed. I go. You know what? I'm gonna watch the Clippers game. I'm just gonna watch the Clippers game, and I know I'll only last the first half. So I know Kitchen's at some party where he's watching the game, not supposed to. So I ping Bart. Bart, who do you like? Bart, who do you like? He goes, I like the Clippers, but you know what? Just down. Do we do? What you gotta do right. So I go okay. So I'll bet first quarter, bet first half, bet the, you know, Clippers to score more than 55 points. I'm doing great. Bart tells me, I bet Denver. <laughs> and I go, I go, you told me you're betting the Clippers. You say you like, you like the Clippers. 
And he says to me, he goes, I need a makeup. I, or what was it, Bart? Jason. <laughs> it's Chase. Jason. I'm chasing. He needed better odds on on, on the underdog, whatever. And I'm going, how Never does that plus make 150. it? <laughs> I know. So anyways, I went 4-0 in the game, and I assume Bart went 0-4. I'm not sure. No, Bart, but, Bart made one bet went to bed. Uh, yeah. you know, I went to the Marcotte theory. That's the Rob Marcotte theory of betting. If there's a plus next to it, you bet it. And I uh, I succumbed to it last night. And then you go to bed. That makes it really. <laughs> and then you go to bed angry. Yeah. Angry so the, AOB, the AOB is always believe in yourself, Bart. Even if you're terrible, believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah. Never give up. I agree. Go with what you know. All right, boys. I gotta run. Uh, Kawhi, it's all yours. Kawhi up top looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. 